Hi, welcome to the podcast, Nothing to Say About Something. My name is Alex. Hope everyone is doing well this week, doing great. Uh, me, I'm doing pretty good. You know, weather is turned uh, from the wintry aspects to more of a uh, spring aspect uh, where I live, at the very least. Uh, probably won't stay that way for long, probably... Another cold snap coming, but, you know, it is what it is. I'm enjoying the uh, warm weather right now. Uh, I'm sure my dogs are for sure. Well, maybe not my, not my dog Freya, but um, yeah, it is what it is. Um, well, again, thank you for coming back. I really appreciate it. Today, um, we're going to talk about a topic that... I've really enjoyed in recent years. It's been something I've um, spent a lot of time with, had a lot of fun with, and just repeatedly gone back to in recent years. And that's um, the 2018 game, God of War. Look, this game was a masterpiece. Okay, there's nothing... Anybody could say that would change my mind on that. Uh, you know, there are those who are like, oh, I miss the old way of the game, God of War games. But I, for me, I never enjoyed the old um, gameplay aspects for God of War in the old games, the original games. I don't know what it was. I just could never... Uh, I just never enjoyed it when I played them. But coming into 2018, I got it a fair bit of time after um, it came out. I got it in the fall uh, instead of the spring of 2018. Uh, it was just one of those games where I wasn't like, wasn't on my radar that early. But, you know, I was looking for something to play, um, something new to play, to, you know, just um, spend time. And God of War was uh, what I picked up. Um, and for that, um, I, I was able to get it on sale through some... Uh, maybe it was uh, end of summer sale, actually. So, um, off of PlayStation Store. And coming into the game, I watched a, a couple of different YouTube videos to get like, caught up on his story. I uh, just due to my dislike of the gameplay, I was glad that we were steering away from the Blades of Chaos, Blades of Exile, Blades of Athena. I was glad we were getting away from the Blades. You know, I liked the axe. You know, it felt hefty. It felt like whenever I was hitting something, I was hitting something, you know? And I loved that. Um, but I was... Oh, oof. Opening that game, not realizing that it was going to be a one-take camera-type game. Oof. I was... I was so excited. I was so excited. Uh, once I got into the game, you know, you click that start menu, get through all the prompts, and it just... It starts. I think that was the first game I had ever experienced in that fashion, where it just started and it blew my mind from that moment forward 
I, uh, I loved walking around with the axe. I loved the um, semi-open world that we had. You know, it wasn't a full RPG-style open world game. It was kind of a middle ground of a um, linear Naughty Dog style and the like the old games where you just went from one level to one level to one level and then uh, the you know the aspect of the RPG world where it was this world but it was still like if you didn't want to go back through those areas if you took the time to find everything you could usually get it done now there were some spots where I was like yeah you got to come back later because uh, you know there's a chest here that you need this type of ability for but it wasn't bad it was like if you didn't want to do that you didn't have to go back and do that um, it would it's one of the few games that I've completed and gone I need to play that again right now and I did I think I went right back into playing it um, oh gosh such a good game such a good game Kratos is uh, character development from the end of God of War 3 to where we pick him up in at the beginning of this game. Oh my goodness, I'm just so curious about what happened in those years. Like, was he just um, roaming around um, the realms, Earth, whatever, what have you, and just like not knowing what to do with his, himself, with his life, and just walking from one place to another. I mean, if that's the case, it'd be very interesting to see if he, um, during that time, uh, stumbled across one of the other uh, pantheons of gods, um, you know, the Egyptian gods. Like, maybe he stumbled across them first before going to Norway. That would be very interesting. And it would, it would give a fantastic sort of mid, uh, midlife story for uh, players you know if they are trying to get um, uh, Atreus to be the stand-in for the future of the series um, you know have him go to like Japan or you know wherever uh, that, that's fine but maybe having Kratos uh, take on the Egyptian gods before he had come back to before he made his way up. You know, maybe he went south first and then up, then north. Who knows? Who knows? You know, maybe he stumbled, stumbled into, um, I don't know, just other places. Who knows? That would be very interesting. I'd be very interested to see if that was the case. And if that was the case, it'd be interested to see how he went from hothead Kratos to more world battle-weary Kratos. Uh, anyways, going forward uh, with 2018 God of War, um, I loved the inclusion of Atreus. I, it was a fantastic idea to have someone fighting alongside him. Uh, you know, that way, you know, it's not just them like, I hate gods, I will kill these gods. You know, there was a reason. You know, he didn't go searching for um, what happened in the game. You know, he was just kind of stumbled upon you know like there was already a world going on you know there was already a character 
uh, arcs and plots and all of that going on. You know, they just sort of happen to stumble into it, sort of. You know, it does, at the end of the game, you do figure out that uh, the wife, Freya, not Freya, uh, Faye, uh, Faye, excuse me, uh, had set it all up to where that would be the case because they knew that was going to be the case. They knew all that was going to happen. The Giants did. But um, it wasn't, like, it. going through it, it felt like, oh my goodness, a world's been happening. And then the confusion you feel throughout the game as to why Balder was attacking them. Because it just didn't make any sense the further in we got. Because it was like, he just doesn't want Kratos to kill the other gods but he wasn't even all that concerned with these other gods until you came and started doing shit so what the hell man but uh, again we find out later that he thought Kratos was a giant probably and you know was sent there by his dad to figure out what they could (laughs) obviously that didn't happen that wasn't the case but still I mean it was it's fantastic uh, weave of the storyline to make you think one thing to make you doubt it but not really know what else it could be it could be and then the final reveal was just mwah, chef's kiss uh, I loved the reveal of the at the end that um, Atreus was actually Loki oh my goodness that blew my mind when I uh, realized it because I had, I've taken mythology classes in the past from school. I am well out of school, by the way. Uh, but, you know, the Norse mythology is always something that stuck with me. You know, just mythology in general has stuck with me. So I knew Loki was a big presence in Norse mythology. And, you know, looking at the MCU, you know, you probably do um, have a little curiosity of like, well, where's Loki? The further you go in the game, the less you're thinking about stuff like that. Maybe every now and then when um, Fenrir or, you know, we, we mention the world surfing again. It's like, wait, yeah, Loki's the dad. Where's Loki? He hasn't been in any story. This is weird. And then turning out that, you know, Atreus is Loki love that. I love the fact that um, Kratos was like, your mom wanted you wanted to name me that, but I chose the name Atreus for you. And I love the fact that Faye was like, okay, I hear your reasoning. I love it. Let's, let's do it. Now, I can't imagine how that would be because, you know, here they have all this uh, writing and whatnot about Loki being um, a big prominent figure uh, in the giant's realm and she meets Kratos hears his story knows everything knows about Atreus they have a son he wants to name his son after this incredible Spartan warrior that he knew and respected and that was just so human and I just can't imagine her going, you know what? Screw everything we thought we knew. This is, this is who our son is. 
And I love that. You know, I love every aspect of this game so much. I love all the side missions that kind of like give, um, um, like, credence to what they're going through. You know, uh, the witch uh, woman that, uh, Golvig, that we collect the bones for, who can uh, help us see Faye again. You know, it turns out what it is, is she's just going to kill you. But sure, Treyas, you know, sitting there going like, I want to. I want to do this. I want to see if it will work. I love the idea of a boy who's just as lost, just lost his mother, wanting to do anything to see her again. I love that. Him always mentioning her. Him feeling that um, Kratos hadn't, hadn't loved her like he did. I, that, I think that's every child's thought, though, of like, well, they were my mother. You know, she was my mom. You didn't love her like I did. And I think that's a very valid feeling to have for Atreus. But I love the creators the whole time. It's like, you grieve how you wish. Do not, you know, think my lack of silence is not grief. Like, let me grieve my way. And I love that. I love that everybody grieves differently. Some people need to talk about um, the person, what they've been through with that person. You know, different things like that. And Atreus is very much somebody who needs to talk about um, Faye, his mom. Whereas Kratos, he just wants the silence. To grieve in silence. And I think that's fair. But I think how he opens up over time is also wonderful of seeing that, yes, his son needs to talk about things. And that works. That very much works. And then we have, you know, the whole, like, um, patricide. You, know, you have that one mission of the son who had killed his father for this uh, whetstone or this treasure or whatever and ended up dying from the crew later on but who had felt remorse for what he did. And then, you know, you find out that the dad in that situation had also killed his father. And you, you hear Atreus being like, how could they do that? You know, we even get this one point of him being like, you know, I get mad at you sometimes, but I'd never kill you. You know, obviously Kratos is like, you get mad at me? When? Uh, obviously Atreus is like, um, uh, never mind, I don't get mad at you. <laughs> I love that. Any small boy, you know, with a, father with you know obvious anger issues uh being afraid that you know, he's gonna take it out of his ass or something and i love that i i oh my goodness i wanted to play this game with my dad so bad um never got the chance to we started in on it but we never actually got to play it you know it's it is what it is i lived uh, pretty far away from them and i've grown apart from them, him in general. So, I mean, it is it is what it is. But still, I mean, it's a, it's a fun game. And I think if you have the ability to share this game with your father, uh, do it. I, I think it's a very uh, well-done game in that regard. Um, but, uh, you know, let's get to um, an aspect that... I was very concerned about when I realized that this was coming. And that is uh, about the middle of the game, 
Um, we realize that, um, well, we don't realize. Uh, what I mean is, um, um, Atreus has fallen sick. Um, the world is going crazy, all because, you know, obviously, uh, well, for, from what we can maybe infer, uh, you know, Atreus, Loki, has a big role to play later on. And so because of this situation, the world is kind of like, oh no, going into chaos mode because of what his death would mean uh, for the future and how it would change everything in the world just fire off into chaos. Um, but, you know, then, you know, we take him to Freya, who was like, okay, I can help him, but what I need is something from hell. I need something from hell. Can you go grab that for me? Um, and he's like, uh, and obviously, we're like, yeah, we can go grab that for you. And we're like, wait, how is this going to be different from the hell, the underworld that Kratos knows? And she says, she's like, hey, this place is cool. <laughs> Super cool. Your weapon? Not going to, it's not going to do anything to anything down there. You need something. You need something else. And obviously, in our past, we know uh, if you've had, if you've played the other games, if you know about the other games, you know that the, uh, all of Kratos' old uh, main weapons were fire based. Um, you know, the Blades of Exile, Athena, Chaos, all exile based, or uh, flame based, fire based. Um, and so Kratos is like, I must go home, retrieve something that I. Uh, you know, retreat, dig up my past, something I never swore I would never do. And, you know, we go with them and we come across, uh, we're in, in the boat, we're getting this just fantastic uh, pan around creative shot that just works so well. It's sped up in moments where it needs to speed up, it slows down. In the moments that need us to linger on him. I love it. But, um, Athena's there. You know, he pans around his back and all of a sudden Athena's there. And you as the player is kind of, are kind of just like, oh my god, how, did, how is she here? What is this? And, you know, the camera pans back onto him. He looks up and is like, Athena, get out of my head. Chills. Chills. Absolute chills. Okay, look. Say what you want about the fact that they did change actors on us. Christopher Judge gave a powerful performance as Norway Kratos is this version of Kratos. Powerful performance. Had the other guy gotten the role again, I don't know that we would have gotten such a nuanced performance. This performance is everything to this game. Without Christopher Judge's performance, I don't think the game is as good as it is. But we get home. 
obviously, we know something's coming. Me on my first playthrough, I'm just sitting there going like, no, don't be, don't be the Blades, please don't be the Blades. Because for one, I wasn't a fan of the original gameplay, and for one, I'm feeling alongside with Kratos here. I'm like, I don't want to have to build, dig up my past. He opens up the floor, bay, uh, floorboard where we hid uh, Atreus earlier in the game. He brings out this package. It's obviously uh, the wrappings of his former Greek um, outfit. And he unwraps it and there they are. The Blades of Chaos. And here's where we have a lot of um, back and forth on whether or not they should have been the Blades of Chaos or the Blades of Exile. Um, I'm in agreement with a lot of others. Uh, and we came to find out um, through lore of some sort later on. I don't know if this is just headcanon for people or if it was something actually divvied out by the devs. I'm pretty sure it was something divvied out by the devs. But it was that... Um, Kratos had been cursed uh, for the blades to follow him throughout his life. The blades would just always appear. And that's a fantastic little um, touch, if that's the case. I love it. Um, there's just so much emotion and emotional resonance with the blades of chaos being the choice. Obviously, it's the first pair of blades he ever got. It's the blades that he used to not unintentionally, not on purpose, kill his original wife and daughter. And now he's about to use them to go save his son. Powerful Powerful. This is such an amazing moment as Kratos is throwing these chains. These chains he swore he would never wrap around his arms again. Wrapping them back on. Athena appearing again, telling him all these things. Pretending he's talking about him pretending to be things he's not. Her saying, as he's putting them on, that no matter what he thinks he wants to be, what he thinks he is now, he is a monster. In this moment, Kratos, instead of denying it, like any other person probably would, who's like, no, I'm, a, I'm this kid's dad now. I am not a monster. I am not doing anything out of vengeance or... Hatred. I am doing this out of love. I am on this quest out of love. He accepts that he is a monster. But he's not her monster anymore. Amazing. Absolutely amazing 
to have that moment in there. This just moment of, yes, I was a monster. I am a monster. All of that still hangs over my head. It still haunts me. But you know what? You have no say over what I am anymore. I am not your monster. I am my own monster. And I will choose to be how I am. And I just love, just throughout the game, after this, after he's told Atreus that they're gods, like, he's, you know, he's sitting there saying, we will be the gods we choose to be. You know, that they're not men. They're more than that. And that the responsibility is far greater. And they have to be better. I love that. I love that Kratos is always pushing him to learn that the god that gods are not infallible. They they are have a lot of wrongdoings. And I love that Kratos is just like but you don't have to be that. You know, at the end of the game, Treus is like, is this what it is to be a god? Children killing their dads, their moms? Because Baldur is wanting to kill his mom. And Kratos is just like, no. And this is that moment where I spoke of earlier that that is not what we have to be. We will be the gods we choose to be. We do not have to be what came before. And obviously Kratos can't truly say that about himself because he has already been that. But moving forward, he can be better. He can strive to be better. He can strive to show Atreus what it is to be a god of the people, maybe. You know, like, uh, when we have tear through all of this, showing what it is to be a god, a god of the people, a god of war of the people. Um, and we see Kratos kind of just, throughout this game, looking at um, uh, tear and, you know, probably silently wishing he had had the opportunity to be that. But when he became God of War, it, it, it was kind of a dupe. You know, he had done this, done all they had in the first game, with the agreement that uh, the gods would take away his pain. And then he gets told that that can't happen. That they, have, they don't have that ability. And, you know, obviously he tries to fling himself off a mountain. And they're like, hold up, no. You killed Ares. We want you to become the next God of War. And he accepts begrudgingly and with hatred in his heart of the other gods. And so what does he do? He, he's just throwing the hate around throughout all of his next adventures. And, but when we find him in uh, Norway, he's calm, he's collected. His anger is not used as a fiery explosion, but as a burning intensity. 
you know, it's like it's never used for, you know, if we take it for when it happens in cutscenes, he only ever rate goes into a rage for his son. Like he only ever becomes the monster in a sense. He only goes hard when his son is in concern. Oh, powerful. Oh, I could talk about this game all day long, honestly. This game is just so powerful. I implore you, if you have not played this game, please go play this game. Uh, it is out on PC now, so if you're a PC gamer, you can grab it there. Please go play it. Um, I probably should have said spoilers throughout the game, but um, at the beginning of this podcast, but I'm sorry. But uh, I just... This game has been out a while. Um, maybe that's not an entire excuse, but still, it's been out. Um, look, just go play this game. It's fantastic. It's worth your time. It's worth your money. There's uh, the sequel, God of War Ragnarok, coming out later this year. Probably uh, the back half. Uh, we haven't truly... I don't think we've been given an actual date. Uh, let me double check on that. Um... Hold on. Got a War Ragnarok. Um, releasing. Yeah, we still just got 2022 as the release date. I'm thinking it's probably going to be a fall 2022, if not winter. Uh, it just makes more sense. You know, I want them to take the time to make sure we don't get a cyber t- Cyberpunk 2077 issue again uh i know that horizon uh, forbidden west came out recently and that has also had its share of issues um hopefully you know they see that and are like you know what we are going to make sure it is polished and i can see um them doing that santa monica especially after how polished uh it was uh, the original game in 2018 was. I feel like that would be... Um, it would make sense. Uh, but as it is, I uh, hope everybody has a fantastic rest of your week. Uh, enjoy the rest of February. Um, you know, hopefully March is good for you if February hasn't, February hasn't been. Um, but, you know, hey, stay well. All right. Have a good one, everybody.